The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed by the internet, full terms at NowTV.com. I'd like to do two choruses in British. Why don't you get yourself a nice girl? I get, get a nice one almost every night, ma. Yeah, but get yourself a girl so you could settle down. That's what I, I mean. settle down almost every night, but then in the morning I'm free. Okay, man, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Now, come on, now crank this motherfucker up. The match has been struck. <laughs> the kerosene has been laid. The foundation is ready. The dumpster, Joe, is ready for engulf. <laughs> Welcome to Moonshine, everybody. It's Tuesday, which means it's Turn Up Tuesday here. Funk and Fantasy, brought to you live from Moonshine, Philly, 1825 East Moy, Menton Avenue. I'm your host, Luigi Curto. Normally, I have Joe Corrado, my heterosexual life mate, sitting to my left, but he's out tonight. So Joe, uh, Joe Ruffino, friend of the program, is here pinch hitting. Also heterosexual. Only on, what's today, Tuesday? <laughs> See what happens when other people talk? What did I tell you? I'm sorry. I said be yourself. I'm sorry. But just be someone else at the same time, <laughs> all right? <sighs> Welcome, everybody, to Moonshine. we got a lot of fun going on tonight, a lot of stuff happening before the show. A lot of stuff's going to be happening during the show, um, and we're going to get into that in a, in, in a few seconds. But uh, before I do that, I want to give out the phone number at 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874. The phones are working for people that want to call in and participate in the program. Jack in the back has actually made his way over to Moonshine tonight. He's having a few drinks, messing with the camera and my life at the same time. So he's here, and he'll be, he'll be call screening. And before we get into anything else, I got I to gotta, I gotta bring somebody up who's here. The, uh, the winner, okay, the winner of the, uh, of the Funkin' Fantasy Bracket challenge, okay? It's big money right there. It's huge money. Straight cash, homie. Now, this guy, he followed us on Twitter. Great friend of the program, but he's never made it down here. It's amazing what money will do yeah, people to bring people money. somewhere. <laughs> but good friend of the show, Bonner, at Suds Glenside on Twitter. It's at S-U-D-S Glenside. Is the winner of the Funkin' Fantasy Win My Money edition. And for me to present this gentleman with a crisp $100 bill... Let's bring Steve up here. Have a seat, brother. Now, before I hand you this money, I'm going to make you sing for your supper for a second. You got to talk. So, Steve is the guy who had Villanova win it all. A few other people had it too. However, he had the most amount of points. I think I finished like 22nd. At one time, Mr. Funkin' Fantasy himself was in seventh (laughs) place. But then Virginia just completely went... The crap, because UMBC goes in there and just destroys everyone's bracket. Uh, he had someone he was playing against last night. If Michigan would have won it all, you would have lost. Correct. And also, if Kansas would have beaten Villanova, you would not be sitting here tonight. And we'd be handing this money over to... We'd be probably splitting it about seven different ways. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I actually so, had Kansas. So, I got to ask, what was the reasoning, other than the fact that you are wearing a Villanova shirt, that you picked Villanova to win this thing? Now, talk right into the mic. Bring it all over with your face. I'm an 85 Nova graduate, so... 
So he's got ties to the school. I have ties, close ties to the school. Um, I just thought they were playing the best. Them and Michigan were playing the best basketball going mm-hmm. into the tournament. And uh, I, it's the first year I ever picked Villanova to win a, a pool. And well, rightfully and, so. I mean, because let's, let's, let's face it. Aside from winning these last two championships, two, two chips in three years here, you know, Villanova's been an early exit. You know, they really haven't been a, a tournament, you know, a team that goes deep into this tournament. I mean, Jay Wright loses in the second round for the most part. Yeah. But apparently... And we've ripped him for that And, and rightfully so. Yeah, Again, absolutely. Now, without a shadow of a doubt, Jay Wright has entered the echelon of great coaches. He is a great, great coach. He's right up there with Dracula. I mean... Dracula? Uh, Coach K. I'm sorry. The rat. It's Coach Sh- the rat. He's a hate you know, he's a hate the face guy. That was by, by the way, that is the greatest thing that was ever been said to me in the past, I don't know, decade. Is that when I was on Twitter having a little tussle with one of the local producers. One of his, his little minions jump in and goes, Don't worry about Luigi. He's a hate the face guy. <laughs> and I go, I just got hit with a freaking with with one of these these radio Sticks with the cliche of I, I'm a hate the face guy. I love it, dude. I freaking love. I'm a hate the face guy. I'm up there with Coach K. You can't I got, be four for four. No, now. I can't be four for four now. <laughs> I'm not a lunch pail guy. I'm none of these guys. I'm a hate the face guy, and I freaking love it. So good for you. So Jay Wright again goes up there. It's the first. You know, he's a listen. They win. They're the first team to win each of their games by double digit points since you know Kareem Abdul Jabbar's UCLA Bruins, which goes to say a lot. They weren't just winning. <laughs> And, you know, Lou Alcindor, you mean? Yeah, Lou Alcindor. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Are you going to be one of these, like, his mama call him Cassius? I'm going to call him Cassius, one of these guys, whatever. (laughs) So they go out there and, in dominating fashion, they take care of business. And again, Michigan, did did they have the easier road to get through? Yeah, I mean, if you want to take numbers, I mean, Nova had to beat, obviously, a 16 being the one seed, a nine, a five, a three, and then the, the one seed, Kansas, eventually in the final four. Michigan. They had to beat a 13, a 6, a 7, a 9, and an 11 in Loyola to get there. Sister Dean did... Loyola? Loyola. Loyola. Oh, yeah. What about him? Where'd she go so early? Why'd Sister she reeled, Dean? Yeah, why she... Uh, the her? second they got down by double digits, she was out, bro. He wheeled her ass out right away, no, man. She wasn't hanging around she for that. She almost got up and ran out of there. She had no business being there for that. Um, but Villanova, again, dominating fashion, goes ahead and takes care of business. Um, they go out. They beat Michigan 79-62. Second title in three years. Like I said, for you know, me being the biggest Jay Wright, I wouldn't say hater, but more of, a, more of a Jay Wright waiter because I've been waiting to call him great. Everyone else has already made him a great coach, and I said, in order to be great, you actually have to win something. You can't keep getting kicked out in the second round of the tournament when you're the number one team, when you're the number two team. You can't lose to American on your own freaking home floor at Wells Fargo. Remember that game, Steve? I'm sure. I do remember. You, were you there? Were you there for that game? I, no, I was working, but I remember. But you remember that game. I American remember. goes out there and, and yeah. knocks him out. I think it was, uh, was that Scotty Reynolds last year there? I think I believe it was one of Scotty Reynolds. Well, it was his second to last year or his last year. But they go out and they lose. And he goes ahead and, again, they're cutting down the nets again. 79-62, dominating fashion. Number was seven. They covered that easily. All right. They're led by, uh, by Dante DiVincenzo, uh, who everyone is already going, you know, the big ragu and all this other stuff I got. They're putting all the Italian crap out there. <laughs> but, again, six man off the bench. Goes five for seven, three-point land. 31 points in all. Uh, that's the most points scored in a title game since 1989. And the Nova defense held Michigan to 13% from outside. Three for 23 for the three-point three uh, three range, which goes to show you just how, how suffocating, how menacing that Villanova defense can be. I mean, they held them to, I think it was like seven points at one point for like, with like four minutes to go in the second half. 
That's I mean, it was incredible. Just, just the, the changes that Jay Wright made in the second half to the defense to, to not allow Michigan to do anything offensively. And that's something just, he never did before. No, he never he did. But, but again, he's getting game. better and better talent, and he's, and he's doing yeah. better with coaching his talent on the floor. And again, you know, hats off to him. You know, like I said last night, there were people out there out in, you know, holly jolly land. Like I said, it's, it's, it's basically the biggest celebration by white people since they announced the Jersey Shore reunion was coming back. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I've never seen more white people dancing and riding in the streets since Mercedes offered third, third freaking row seating. It's, it's incredible. And they have become, to me, they have become the, the Duke of Northeast. They're starting to become that kind of a team. I mean, listen, listen. Jay Wright winning that national championship last night made his life, recruiting-wise, a hell of a lot easier. He's not going to have to sit through three dinners with mom in the living room anymore. Nah. Not Sunny Hill's living room. Just any, any <laughs> random living room. He's going to be able to just, you know, make that phone call and say, hey, do you want to come to Titletown? And speaking of Titletown, the local people in Philadelphia, the news reporters, they are, they are just lapping this crap up. They're saying, Philadelphia, city of champions. It starts in 67. There's a 23-year gap. They put the Flyers up there twice. There's a 47-year gap in between them. The, the, the soul, the Philadelphia soul are up there twice. Title Town with the soul, that's what you're going to put up there? Where are the Wings? Wings won like three. No respect to the Wings. None, none at all. No respect to Jake the Wings. Jake and the Gate Brothers. But what I'm saying is, is that. I had season tickets back then. Is it Title Town? No, but here's the problem. Here is what other teams in Philadelphia face now. Anyone who's currently playing, our beloved Philadelphia Phillies. Again, this is a national show, but we talk about some local stuff, obviously. Um, so you getting food delivered on the show? What'd you get? You get a burger? No, look, you spend that. You can't even spend that money fast. That's burning a hole in your pockets, Steve. You can't spend this hundred dollars fast enough. And how's, how's Aaron McKee going to have over there at? Uh... Well, and Aaron McKee being the new the new head coach over at Temple, I think he's going to do a good job. Former player there. Uh, he's been on the Sixers sidelines for several years now. Aaron McKee is a, uh, a broad street guy, all right? He's a Temple <laughs> guy. No, he's going to do good things for that program. He'll be able to recruit. Uh, he'll get a lot of the guys from the inner city there in Philadelphia. Like I said, Philadelphia puts out some phenomenal basketball talent, but they lose it to outside schools. I mean, they get yep. poached, for, yeah. for lack of a better word. That's why Jay Wright's had a hard time competing because, you know, these, these big guys are going to UConn. They're going to freaking uh, to Duke. They're leaving. I mean, to, what you call it? The, the one kid who's like the number three, uh, the number two prospect in all of, in all of uh, in the entire country who goes to Norristown, Norristown High, and he transferred or whatever, but he's going to Duke. This guy was right in Jay, Jay Wright's backyard. He committed to Duke already. Yeah. So I think now he's going to have a, a, a less of a hard time of having a lot of these guys commit to local guys, and that's good. It's good for the school. And I don't want to hear this crap about, is Villanova Philadelphia school? Dude, it's, it's in Philadelphia, all right? Let's just say it's in the main line. It's in Philadelphia. If it's 30, freaking, it's 30 feet from where it needs to be, what is it, Chip Reederson checks in and goes, yeah, I like McKee, but that hire shattered our dreams of the Owls hiring Pasta Premature Patino. <laughs> the which, greatest hashtag that, which is true. of all time. It is. Pasta I Premature, which is obviously Rick Patino. Uh, but let me get back on track here. So, it, it, you know, we have the, the local shtick, you know, is, is Philadelphia, I mean, is, is Villanova Philadelphia school, is a hot dog a sandwich, you know, is watermelon a vegetable, all these other things. And I say, look, dude, the more the merrier. You know, all these, all these schools that are, are winning championships, you know, Villanova being right there on the main line. It's a Philadelphia school. If St. Joe's won a national title, people would be cheering for St. Joe's. It is what it is. And you know what? The, it is on the right side of the city. And I understand these preps out there in Villanova, and I can't stand the people that go there. I know some people that go there. Steve's obviously a winner. I can't stand him because he's taking $100 of my money out of my pocket. I had to work very hard for this money, goddammit. Um, 
I'm not kidding. This is real money. It's, it's real. You can feel it. You can touch it. <laughs> Other people will probably be touching it at different social clubs later on night when Steve leaves here. So, but it'll be condensed into smaller units. Oh, okay. The thing, yeah, he's not going to blow his load in one shot. Well, maybe Let's he's that kind of guy. Who knows? So, champagne room. There you go. I've been in that champagne room. Yeah? I've been in the champagne room. I've been in the champagne room. Actually, you're never just looking through the curtain. I, I've been in the champagne room. Let's just, put, let's just put it that way. Let's put it that way. They give you a drink of your choice. Which Chris Rock say? No, ain't no sex in the champagne room. Um, 160 bucks for 45 minutes. I didn't pay for it. It was a gift. What's that show up on your ATM it, card? It was a gift. Mistake. It was an error. Error, error. Error minus 180. That's what it shows up. I got a story about that, but I'm, I can't get into it now because my buddy Steve might be listening, and so would his wife. So you could have. It's amazing what someone will. It's amazing what some. It's amazing what someone will do for twenty dollars. It's just amazing what someone will do for twenty dollars. Is that Steve um, or his wife? Steve. <laughs> <laughs> leave, leave her out of this. I mean, Meve. So yeah, Meve. <laughs> so where are they at? Okay, so people that are saying like people in Villanova, if St. Joe's would have won, if Temple would have won, Drexel. LaSalle. They would, if they would have won the national championship, um, they have every right to, to, to Penn State. If they have, they have a chance to, you know, if they, if they want to root, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna cheer. Who's to tell you, like, they're not a Philadelphia school, so you can't cheer for them? Me, again, I have no affiliation. I have no alliance to Villanova. I know a few people that went there. Obviously, a guy here is to take $100 of my money. He's here. He went there. I have a home run ball that's floating around the campus still. Too. There you go. People that, people that go, oh, Nittany Lions and Penn State, they're like, I, I, I could care less. Whatever. That's fine. But if they won... Am I going to piss in a parade? No. Congratulations. It's great. It's good for the city. More people cheering, the better. Who cares, man? Come together. Be happy. Am I going to the parade? Am I going to go celebrate with Villanova? No. No, I'm not. I'm not. No? No, dude. There's no way, man. There's no way. I'm not going to the parade for Villanova. I'm not going to go to a parade if Penn State won, the, won a national title. I could care less, man. It's, the, the thing is, though, is I'm not going to root against them. And Steve says the same people that say... Nova isn't a Philly school are the same people who say Mike Trout is local. Mike, well, Trout is, he's in Jersey. Well, I, right. made, I, made exactly. it, I made it here in 40 minutes that one night from Millville, right. two minutes from where it's not, Trout lives. Listen, is it, is it down the street? Me, per, look, per, per, listen, I never went to college, as you can tell. I never went to college. But if I'm going to cheer for somebody, I'm cheering for Temple. I'm cherry and white. That's it. Because they're my local school. Villanova, was I rooting them on? No, I, I, didn't want to, I didn't want anyone to win because I don't want to give up 100 bucks. But my thing is, like, I, I, listen, I'm a Duke guy. Why? Because I'm a hate-the-face guy. That's what it is. I'm a Duke guy. Yeah, you guys stick together. I gravitated to him, man. I was a white kid playing basketball, short kid, Bobby Hurley, point guard, the whole nine. That's what it was, man. That's, what, that's how it happened. That's it. That's how it happened. So, and Steve Lyburn, again, it's the same thing. I, I, I'm sure you GPS this thing out, pal. <laughs> he, no, listen, no, Steve's a stats guy. Steve's a stats guy. So if he's gonna, if he, he's he's gonna put his stats where his mouth is. Trust me. Cindy's saying that the uh, best if they want to, if they want to, if you want to cheer for him, cheer for whoever the hell you want to cheer for. I, I really don't care. It doesn't matter to me. But Villanova winning this national championship is a good thing for Philadelphia. It's a good thing for the surrounding regions. It's a good thing for people out there that are living in houses that I can never afford. So congratulations. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so, what was your final four? Steve, what was your final four? It was Kansas, Nova. Kansas, Nova, I think Michigan, Virginia. Okay. So I had, I actually had Kansas, and I had Kansas, Nova in the final four with, with Michigan, but I had Virginia in there winning the whole thing. No, I'm sorry. I had, yeah, Kansas, but I had Kansas beating Villanova. So that's what, that's what kicked, kicked me the hell out completely. And 
but you had the the intestinal fortitude and the and the the the, the confidence in your 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 hometown here, your your team, your Villanova Wildcats to go ahead and and, and pick them to win the national championship. And going forward, are you uh, are you are you starting to think that maybe they're starting to build a little bit of a dynasty over there, a little bit of a that Jay Wright's building a you know a, a bit of a a John Wooden esque type thing going on? <laughs> I mean, for 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 the past several years, he's been you know if not one you know one two or three. He he he's up there year after year, goes into the tournament as a as a one or a two seed, has one two. Um, the nice thing about his program is he he gets players that stay you know, at, at least three years, four years. He, it, it's not you know, Kentucky or Duke to a certain extent with the, with the one and done. So yep. these guys come and they, they grow and, you know, play together, which gives them an advantage over some of the bigger teams. Right, but, but let me, let me rebut you on this because a guy like Calipari, who's at Kentucky, who gets nothing but one and doneers, right? Don't you think it's a little tough to actually coach those kids up knowing that they have no, they're not staying in school. They're all leaving. They're leaving. You got to get five guys, six guys, on a court at one time, who are all NBA pros, they're all leaving for a team to all come together yeah. to play under your, to, to play, like I said, Joe, to play under a team concept to get it to buy into your system for one year. To ha- and, but then again, to have no continuity in your program, to every year have to just introduce five, yeah. six new kids to one another, to have to grow together. That's a every, ton of I think, work I think people say, you know, Calipari gets, you know, he gets all the best players and all stuff like that, but still, man. You got to make. You got to be able to coach these kids, yep. and to be able to coach kids that are already going pro and that are just basically having. To, they have to go there, you know. They have to go there. My 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 buddy Steve, I'm, I'm giving him a little bit of love here, and he he's, he he runs a crack the the crack bell crew podcast on on Thursday nights, and the reason why I'm saying that tonight is because he's not on tonight, so I can give him a little bit of love. I wouldn't be promoting the show if we were going up against each other. The um, that's a joke, Steve. I love you, but the thing is, is that he actually came up with an idea about about these these MB these. NBA ready kids about just having to spend a year in the G League. If you're a lottery pick, you're one of these guys. If you're, you know, and you're com- you don't want you don't want to go to college, don't go to college. But you have to spend one year in the G League. You I have to spend that. one year developing your skills because that way you have a less likely chance of these guys becoming a bust if you do that. You have they they get one year of playing against NBA ready talent. And I mean, again, they're not, they're not, it's not like they have to go there and make G League content. They still have their rookie deal or whatever the case may be. It would be. actually help the G League get some and people also, watching it. Too. And, right. And also, yeah. and also the, uh, the other guys who come over from like Europe, if you're coming over, if you get drafted, you have to come. You have to come. And he says those guys are accustomed to that style of play because of the AAU ball, the play with different group of, yep. of guys each week. Right. I, I understand that, Steve, with, with, the, with the Kentucky part of it. But it's still, but to do it for the entire season, to go up against teams that have, you know, people that have, you know, these guys that have, have, have played together and gelled together for, for two, three, four years, some of these guys. It's, I think it's a little harder to play against those guys. I, I don't know, whatever. But, again, the, the talent level is second to none because you're Kentucky and you're better than everyone else. Um, so 619-924-9874, 619-924-9874 if you want to call and join the program. Uh, We're also going to have uh, a couple people from Newman Garetti here, a local high school. Uh, they're going to be coming in to talk about. Apparently, there's a fundraiser going on next door. This is a fundraiser <laughs> sponsored by Hellraiser, which always happens here. Not Harry's Razors, <laughs> but they're going to be coming over. And anything we can do to help charity, again, we, you know, this this program is all about charity. You know, autism time is coming up, so I'm going to have some people on next week about that. 
Um, and you did a great job for Chop, too, man. Listen, man. I, I thank you for that. Too. Shots for tots, brother. So we did. That should not go unnoticed. Dude, it, we, we, we kissed almost two grand on That's the awesome. lips between uh, autism awareness and, and Chop for the, for the kids to give them, to give them a, a nice Christmas. So hopefully, you know, next year it'll be even bigger and better. And again, that was with, you know, with minimal help. And we, re- we reached out to, to Facebook and social media. Uh, like Twitter and Instagram, and then people came by here by moonshine, and then you know every every shot that was purchased for the entire month of December, you know uh, portions of all those shots. And it was a ni- it was a nice portion too. I think Rich donated like a dollar twenty five out of each shot, nice. which is basically like a third of everything uh, to to every single person. And we you know we wrote checks, and it it was great, man. It was it was it warms my heart to be able to do nice things for stuff, for these kids and and for autism. It's an amazing thing, and. I'm stalling because I don't want to give out this hundred bucks. That's that's the problem. So Steve, so without without further ado, without further ado, and I got to get the royal applause. You got to go you. into his pocket and get it, Steve. That's the pry it from my cold dead hands. <laughs> if it was going to be anybody, it would have been me. I'm, I, I wish. I hope it was going to be me. <laughs> that's what I hope it was. But I put my money where my mouth is because that's what I do. I don't hide behind a microphone. I reach in front of it. And hand this man one hundred dollars cash. Thank you. You're Thank welcome, you. sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Go Congratulations. Cash. Paul Ferrer saying hand over the cabbage. All right, thanks, Steve. Now. Thank you. Very much. Shut the fuck up and go outside. All right. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your burger. So we got a lot of other things going on. The flyers are on on TV right now, which is funny. So let me go ahead and get into my my weekly bash of these pricks. <laughs> How's that going? So the Delco people who we have not heard a freaking peep of. I think they changed their name. A peep since this happened. Over a month ago, call me out for me making just a very honest statement of saying that the Flyers, until they address a goaltending situation, which they've failed to do for the past 30 years, are not going to go anywhere in these playoffs. Yeah, they're playing well right now, but it's all smoke and mirrors. And they come out and they go, well, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't even watch hockey and all stuff. I'm like, granted, I don't don't know what I'm talking about. I don't don't watch hockey. I'm I'm not a hockey devotee. I, me, I'm a melt the ice guy and bring in the monster trucks. That's what I am. I'm a fan of Harlem Globetrotters. I like Antiques Roadshow. Anything else you can do to cover the ice, I'm for it. Okay? However, I don't think my statement of saying they need to address a goaltender is off. I don't so, think so at this point when this happened, they dig up the tweet from November 27th. Now, I know this because it was three <laughs> days before my birthday. They dig up this tweet and... They come to me and they said, "Oh, remember when this happened? Blah 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 blah." Is this now, the uh, tweet that I? Uh, yeah, this is the one that you exacerbated a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something, You're Joe. You're welcome. Let me let me recommend something. I'm still giving you material. There's a, there, there, three months. No, later. there's a series called Band of Brothers. I recommend you freaking watch it. All right. <laughs> Leave me in the trenches taking grenades, Joe. So they come at me and, and from all angles and they're like, "Oh, you know, Flyers. I don't want you celebrating when they win." And there's a big Flyers fan right here, Rich, one of the proprietors here, at Moonshine, season ticket holder. He's a moron. And <laughs> but that they're on right now. I love them. I love them to death. They're playing the New York Islander. And oh, oh they lit oh, the lamp. Oh, the Islanders have lit the lamp. Weak glove hand right there. The, I, yeah, weak glove hand. Not, you know who doesn't have a weak glove hand? That's Gabe Kapler. He doesn't have a weak glove hand. We're going to get into him for a second. You know what? Let, 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 me, give, let me give. Let me sound the horn. Oh, we have a goal. Look at that. And Rich just ran out. Axtall's over there looking up at the sky. Oh, Rich is back. Rich is back. One nothing, New York Islander. Here to come in, Rich. As the Flyers are fighting for, for playoff for playoff seating, and the reason why I'm saying this, mozzarella sticks were awesome, Rich. Thanks, bud. And the reason why, the reason why I, I say this is because when they when they came at me, the Flyers were in first place. First place. Yes. Since then, what they happened? have been 
on the outside looking in to oh. the playoffs. Have they mentioned one word? Have they came out from the Twitter freaking cockroach infested floorboards where they live? Nope. Not one bit. Have nope. they said one thing? Did they come out and say, you know what, Luigi, we're sorry. We overreact a little bit. Put the cart before the horse. We're a little bit happy, you know, and we just really wanted to come in there and just kind of throw it in your face and let you know that the Flyers are in first place and all this stuff like that. And now all you little sheep bastards are sitting there worried about <laughs> making the eight seed and seeding and all this other crap. All I got to say is stop talking smack until the season's over. And they came to me, and they made, they're trying to keep to me like, well, when the Flyers win the cup, I don't want to see you on Broad Street celebrating. I'm like, you, you won't. You, you, you freaking won't. Broad Street might not be Broad Street by that point. I'm like, I, I don't care. I don't care if they win a damn tri- championship. Good for you, though. But no, seriously, like, good for you. If they win the championship, seriously, this will be me. Oh, good for you. Congratulations. Hoist the cup. Seriously, give Lord Stanley a lap dance. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. The thing is, is that you guys are the fans, and you deserve it. You've been waiting 42 years for whatever the case may be. We, and now I gave up a list, Joe, of the things that have happened since the Flyers have won their last Stanley Cup. You know, like we landed on Mars. The Berlin Wall fell. I got married in the you divorce. Know, we, we had successful stem cell uh, you know, development between two people. Uh, Reality stars at president. Yes, stuff like that. A black guy became president. All kinds of things have happened. <laughs> Seriously, the world has been turning. And for people who think the world is flat, seriously, what the frick is wrong with you people? It's not flat. The world I, is round. I tweeted Kyrie Irving today. <laughs> Kyrie Irving thinks the world is I round. I said if Boston beats the Sixers, if, they, if Boston wins the uh, championship before the Sixers, point me to the end of the world because I'm jumping. Well, it's never going to happen, dude. Okay, good. So, and I don't even want to get into the Sixers right now. But, again, these Flyers people, just go away. Leave me the hell alone. Just, <laughs> just go away. Just stay in Delco. Enjoy Villanova. Short weather's right around the corner. All right, just relax. Put out the patio furniture. Sit out there. Is short weather Rel- ever it's short- out of season? Nah, short- it's Is it really well, it ever depends. out of season? It depends. Well, the fashion's never out. I mean, you just wear higher socks. I don't go all. that far up the main line, brother. It's, what's there's, this? Oh, this is the, the flyer scarf, scarf that Lauren Hopp has, has given to me. Does it, does it smell luxurious? I don't know. If, if I could find, right now, the, the, the week I'm having, if I could have, find a solid enough beam, I'd hang from this thing right about now. That's the week I've been freaking having. So... Now, let's, speaking of hanging yourself, let's get to Gabe Kapler. Come on! <laughs> so, about Gabe Kapler. Here. He tried to, but he slipped out with that coconut oil. So, here's the thing with Gabe. Oh, man. So, Gabe Kapler. The Phillies are coming off their first series. And everyone, is, again, they're all happy. Gabe's here, good-looking guy, built, whatever, looks good in a uniform. You know, I look good in a uniform, too. You think this is all show? Okay, no problem. I'll take it off. No big deal. If we if we got if we got if I got to get down to the business to, to show these people, Joe, it's warm in here. I, it's I, a don't, good, I don't I don't mind, dude. It's good temperature. I don't mind, bro. Don't go so, outside. Gabe Kapler comes into town. Put it Lawrence and he comes in here and he has this 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 whole motto for the Phillies for the 2018 Phillies. Hashtag be bold. Bullshit. Gabe. I got a hashtag for you. Be smarter, all right? Don't be stupid. Don't make 3,000 pitching changes in the middle of an inning. I think it got to a point where Gabe has to go in there and treat this game completely with analytics. Here's the one thing about baseball. Analytics is a tool, okay? You can't use it to work through an entire baseball game. You want to hear, hear a, a little bit of a shtick here? Baseball don't lie, Joe. How about that? Oh, it a pitcher, uh, you don't tell a pitcher when he's done. 
a hitter will tell you when a pitcher's done. Generally, yeah, that's okay. Because to me, did, did Aaron Nola look like he was done in his first start? No, he looked nope. pretty good to me, Joe. He looked like he was rolling right along. But you know, pitches. But here's the problem is, but here's the problem. Gabe, it's opening day for Gabe, too. You know, Gabe put the uniform on. He's got his hat on. It's all straight, perfectly creased little brim. Two pens. In he hasn't had to come out and do anything. Nola's been on cruise control. He, he, hasn't, pens. he hasn't had to do anything. Can we, can we stop having a side conversation? I'm in the middle of this real fast, please. Sorry, but I understand. I'm going to bash him in two seconds. So, <laughs> I didn't even get Lauren's got yet. the Lauren's got the biggest crush, crush on Gabe. But here's the thing, though. It's else you fall no, asleep. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. That crush will only last as long as 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 Gabe does because if he keeps doing this, she will turn. No, but she'll turn. Yeah, she'll. All right. So she has no substance whatsoever. So here's the deal. All right. Yeah, you'll support him. Balls under. So here's the deal. The the thing is, is that. Tandem right here. He goes out there, and he has to make him. I feel like he has to go out there and put his stamp on the game. He yeah. hasn't had to do anything. Everything's cruising along. So let me go out there and walk out. I got to get my cleats dirty. You know, it's one of those <laughs> things where it's just like, you know, when you're a kid and you're on the bench and you didn't play, but you just go roll around the dirt so you can go home and tell your mom you got yeah. in. One of those kind of deals. A, I think that's what Gabe is. Okay. So here's what Gabe has done. I mean, he's only right. played for 17. Here's so. what Gabe has done. And basically, this is this is me. No, I'm sitting at home. I'm sitting at home like any other normal fan. And I'm watching Gabe go through all these pitching changes, and I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, rational about this and level-headed, and I'm, and I'm sitting at home, and, and I'm watching him go back out to the mound to make his fifth pitching change of the day, and I'm, I'm going... Obviously, he's thinking, I don't know what the hell he's thinking. Because at this point, <laughs> it's just at, like, it's like the clock struck six, so let's just put another guy in. So here's what Gabe has done. Gabe, the Phillies are one and two. He's used... 21 pitchers in 29 innings. And that one came in in an that's, extra inning game. That's 1.3 innings per pitcher. The starters have gone 12 total innings in three games. Four innings. You got a four-inning leash on the starters, all right? Here's your next level analysis, Joe. There's 1,458 regular season innings. At this rate, his starters will pitch 364.5 of those innings. Those are his starters. His bullpen, Joe, will throw 1,093 Point five pitches. Beautiful. His bullpen. We haven't even gotten to the position players yet. But he says his dudes are strong and he has confidence in them. Now he does. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Gabe is more loose with his bullpen than he is with his coconut oil. Seriously. I mean, he just goes out there. I mean, here's a guy who understands about lubrication. He should know he's got to keep these arms loose. He's got to keep them ready to go. This scarf is suffocating me because the colors are just like everything I can't stand in this world. So just <laughs> get it the hell off me. <laughs> and we got the two lovely ladies here from Newman Gray. We're going to have them up in a second, but let me just get, finish up this thing with Gabe. So I'm not, on, I'm not on the train of like when he gets here, do we have to boo Gabe Kapler? Do we have to cheer him? Do we have to give him more time? And all stuff? Because here's the deal. He may run out of time if he has no one healthy left to throw any sure. innings. And he's in uh, Citibank Field or City Field or whatever this week. So, he comes back. City back. City bank or whatever the city field. Whatever. City field for the Sh for the city field. for the New York Metropolitan. Yeah. Okay. And we're gonna be. I'm going opening weekend. I'm going. Are you going? I think I'm going. Are you going too? Yeah. Oh, nice. We'll make a date of it. I, I weaseled myself into that deal. It's a good job out of you, buddy. Thank you, sir. So we're gonna be going. We're gonna, like I said we're gonna be going down there, and I'm not gonna boom. I'm not gonna trash him. I'm gonna give him at least. A, yeah, I gotta give him a month. See okay. what happens here. He's one and two. I'll all give right. Him a shepherd's hook. But at this rate, let me tell you something. This city is going to turn on him pretty quick. 
I mean, I'm, I mean I'm, I'm waiting to see at what point, you know, he goes to take two or three steps out of the dugout and Larry oh, Bowen just grabs him by the back of the neck and goes, yeah, 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 bring it back in here. Is you know he off the Quaaludes now that they had him on the horse tranquilizers and everything under uh, McCannon? Because how he didn't flip out it's for the Fimo last year and a half, it is absolutely amazing. He must have been on Cosby's medication. Probably. It's ridiculous. Well, any further. So speaking of medication, because I need medication right now. Let's, let's bring these girls up from Newman Grady. Come on up here, ladies. These guys are up here raising money for something or other. I already gave all my money away because somebody took all my, they took all my money. Get up. Jack, we got another chair for, we got two ladies here. We got two girls, one mic. It's better than two girls and one cup, though. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> there you go. She's wearing a West Virginia Mountaineers hat. They knocked out my Murray State races in the tournament. Oh, you don't get man. to speak. So <laughs> let me turn the microphone on. All right, so we have, it's. Oh, now, now it's they're fighting over the microphone. Who doesn't ladies, want it? take it easy. So it's, <laughs> it's Sierra and Melissa. Samantha. So what happened to Melissa? I thought Melissa was coming over. We got to speak in the yeah. microphone. Oh, oh. <laughs> she had to come over. Okay, because I, I, I didn't have your name. I'm sorry. So, I just, so it's Samantha. Okay. And you guys are from Garetti, right? Yes. All right. So lo great local school here in Philadelphia. Here's another one. It's, this is Julia. Oh, God. <laughs> she Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> so what, now, now, what are you ladies doing here? We got two microphones, three girls, two chairs. Is it like one of the clubs that Joe goes to at the end of the night, man? So, so what are we raising money for? Um, we are raising money for pediatric cancer. Oh, okay. Oh, very, very worthy cause right there. And, and how are you guys doing this? How are you raising money? What are we, are we dance-a-thon? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, it's it is a dance-a-thon. Yeah. That was a hell of a guess right there. That was a shot in the dark. Total shot in the dark. <laughs> Total shot in the dark. Well, throughout the year, we like, have small fundraisers. Throughout the year, we have small, small fundraisers. And at the end of the year, we have like a big dance-a-thon. We dance. And, and where's the dance-a-thon at? It's at our school, in the it's gym. It's at your school, at the gym. And when is, when is the dance? It's April 12th, next week. Okay. Now, can anybody come to this thing? Yeah, anyone can anyone come. Anyone can come. Okay. $10 at the door. Okay. And is there also another way for us to be able to donate outside of coming to the dance if we don't feel like dancing? Yes. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, but I dance. And if you, know, uh -huh. if you don't dance, then you're no friend of mine. That's, that's the way I look at it, John. <laughs> so. And I'm 45, and there's no way in hell I'm going anywhere near a school. Thank you very much. No, Joe, these are, these, Joe, <laughs> Joe, these are, these are, these are, these are sensitive times, Joe. These are sensitive times. Exactly. All right, so it's 10 bucks at the door to get in, yeah. and obviously you can donate outside of going to, to the school to dance, and how would we do that? Um, well, we have, like, a link. It's called Donor Drive. Donor Drive, okay. And we can send you the link, email it to you, or you can find it on our website. Okay, so what I want you to do is, because um, I can't post it right now, it's in the middle of the show, and... I didn't get this information beforehand because I was getting everything together. So what you're going to do is uh, you're going to write down the link for me, and then I'm going to post it and put it on all, all over the social media, and Thanks. we'll see if we can help raise some cash for you guys. Thank okay. You now, so what time much. does the dance start? It starts at 4 o'clock. Doors open at 4 o'clock? Yeah, 4 to 10. 4 to 10? Six hours. And you can't sit. You can't sit. No. So it's an all-night. So, so can people sponsor dancers? So like if I wanted to sponsor you guys, if I wanted to say, like, okay, for every hour you guys dance, I pay a certain amount of money. Yeah, you I can do that? Okay. Yeah. Do you guys now, offer you, Gatorade? And right. Like, like, I, I, I need to know some, back, I need to some background. Yeah, we have food. There's games while you play. We have food. There's games while you play, drinks, and like, it's a sugar. fun time. <laughs> a lot of yeah. sugar, I hope. Yeah. Lot, well, no, well, here's the thing. is because I can't, I'm not going to back a horse who's on steroids, okay? Because if you girls are all hocked up on like pre-workouts uh, pre and all this other crap, all right, I'm not going to sit here and pay like $17,000 because I don't have that kind of money. But... Um, <laughs> I would, I'll sponsor you guys for the hour. That's what I'll do. So I'll get the link, and what I'll do is, let's see. I'll come up with a number. I'll come up with a, with a fair number to help raise some cash for Thank you guys. You so I'll, yeah, I'll get some people up to come to, to, to get behind me as well. We'll even get Steve over here who just who won 100 bucks uh, to, to help donate some money. 
tam here. Isn't there someone from Newman Garetti? That's just on behalf of Funkin' Fan. No, no way. Oh, so yeah, Steve is donating $100. Are you man of the people here? Suds Glenside takes my money from my pocket that he took from me for Win Luigi Curto's money and donates it to a school I never went to. Just rather than putting it back in my pocket and letting me give him half. Did he file his taxes yet? Because that's a write-off right there, baby. God damn it, Steve. <laughs> you guys made up, you guys made more money here in five seconds than you did outside. He, just, he stole your thunder. This is ridiculous. No, but that's, that's awesome, though. So, so you guys now you guys just do this once a year, and it's a dance-a-thon. Now, how many people do you have that are, how many people do you know are coming to this thing? 102. 102 people yeah. dancing, committed to dance. Yes. What kind of music are we playing? All different kinds. Yeah, like MC All Hammer. All different kinds. No, MC Ice. Hammer. Joe, we're, we're talking about <laughs> high school today, not high school in 1992. Rob, Rob Bass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and what grade are you guys in? You guys seniors? We're, we're seniors. You're seniors. And where are you guys going after this? West Virginia. You're going to, you're committed, West Virginia. And where are you going? I'll probably go to St. Joe's. Yeah, the Hulk will never die because of you. And what about you, Sierra? Where are you going? Oh, you're graduating. Oh, you're so, you're, so you're, you're a chaperone. Oh, all right. There we go. Now we got a chaperone. Here we go. Nice. We got someone here we actually can talk to. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ladies, thank you guys so much thank for showing you. up and talking about this. Get me the link. We'll make sure we post it up there for you. You guys made 100 bucks here, man. I want that on the books. I want a receipt because this is a tax donation, damn it. Thank all right, ladies so from Newman Garetti, guys, make sure you check guys. them out. Donate some money for good cause. What, you know, what a fan. I mean, this guy goes through a gauntlet, 64-team gauntlet, Joe, of March Madness to come here to take my money. What does Jack in the back want? Yeah, you can post it. Post it. Yeah, post it. Um, he, shows me, he shows me the link like I'm supposed to magically transport it from my eyes to the screen, Jack. Um, Steve goes over there, and he, he wins 100 bucks of my money, turns around, and donates it. To three girls he's never seen before. I mean, seriously, what a humanitarian. It's pretty good. What, stuff, a, huma man. what a humanitarian, man. I mean, man. I, Steve, good job, buddy. I should have I thought that shit, to be honest with you. I should have thought I got my money back. <laughs> I know. And also, uh, before, before, uh, what's called, before the show even started, we had some, we had some major breaking news uh, in the NFL. And uh, that's the, uh, the New England Patriots. It's a little bit old now. It's like an hour old, but... The New England Patriots, uh, they traded Brandon Cooks in a fourth-round pick to the Rams, Joe, for the 23rd overall pick in this year's draft. Brandon Cooks, they acquire him via draft. Speaking of drafts, let me close that damn door, man. It's cold in here. Seriously. <sighs> a dumpster fire needs oxygen to breathe, Joe, but it, it, gets, it gets chilly in here, bud. So <laughs> they, tra they trade for Brandon Cooks in the offseason, and then they go ahead and, and, and move away from him. This is what Bill Belichick does. He just moves pieces left and right, shuffles them. And the Rams, you know, they are making a huge splash via fr free agency, Joe. Yeah, I thought they'd be one and done, man. I didn't think they'd be around for next year. Really? You, why, now, why, now, why don't you think so? Yeah. Why? Because let's, let's see here. You've had the, you know, the ascension of Jared Goff as a legitimate NFL quarterback. I mean, Joe, the kid's a stud, man. Yeah, Seriously, he's, he's a stud. He's, I mean, his, his, his rookie year, he goes out there for a few games, and he can't tell where the sun rises or the sun sets. You know what I mean? And, under, under Jeff you know, Fisher. they say the small hands, all that stuff like that. Again, Jeff Fisher, the, the great ruiner of quarterbacks. Oh, my God. Um, but but, his, but his, his, 
his feeble plan of pitting Case Keenum versus Nick Foles at one point finally did come to fruition in the NFC Championship game. So credit Jeff Fisher with the uh, the long-term thinking when it came to that. (laughs) Talk about motivation. One day you guys are going to play against each other, and I'm going to ruin both these because by the time you guys get to it, it's going to be over. Now now look at this. Typical women. They get their money, and they freaking leave. That's what they do. (laughs) Have a good night, ladies. Good luck with everything. So... They got a wave, not a flip off. That's good, man. Things are looking up. I'm trending. I'm trending <laughs> up, y'all. I'm trending up. It's been a tough week. Dougie, put the uh, Phillies game on MLB Network, please. The Phillies are on right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to watch the Flyers. Yeah, we're done. Look, look at this. The Flyers are even losing a fight. These guys. <laughs> so, what the hell am I talking about? So, okay. So the Rams. <laughs> this is how bad it gets. So the Rams. Uh, again, last year uh, they go ahead. They they acquire Robert Woods. Um, go ahead and get Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins leaves. Uh, Robert Woods is still the only wide receiver there. I think Tavon Austin is still hanging around. But they go ahead and they, they re-solidify the, the wide receiver core by going to get Brandon Cook. So, again, New Orleans was a legitimate number one wide receiver. You know, he fell out of favor over there. Um, then goes to New England. They're moving on. They're getting a first-round pick. Obviously, now with Bill Belichick having two picks in the first round, will he trade out of the first round like he traditionally does and go back into the second round and probably try to acquire the, the entire second round via the two, the two first-round <laughs> picks he has? Uh, I don't know, but we'll see. You know, we'll see. Um, Joe Quillen's over here. People are just sending me stuff. Joe Quillen's over here saying the first-round draft pick that New England got will probably trade it before the draft. Exactly. It's probably what will happen. They will probably trade that draft because that's what Bill Belichick does. Um, But, again, you know, we'll we'll see. Listen, you know, Brady's up there now. He's 42. I mean, he's still the GOAT. Uh, He's still the – you know, Max Kellerman, I saw him on Pardon Eruption today, and I, I hate that show. I barely watch it. But I was doing some show prep, and it was on in the background. And he did say something. He said that, you know, he is the, the greatest quarterback as far as achievement-wise goes. I mean, he's the, is he the best quarterback to ever play? I don't know. But that's always going to be up for the debate. But as far as the championships go, he's the GOAT, unquestioned. And we'll see what New England does. And obviously the Rams are loading up. They are going, um, they are going for a Super Bowl. And they are going to try to do it in the next couple of years. Uh, and we'll see what happens. You know, the Eagles, again, you know, Carson Wentz is up throwing again. So, obviously, everyone in Philadelphia, you know, male, female, is laying down, ejaculating all over the place because Carson <laughs> Wentz is throwing a football right now. I, guys, stop. Just freaking stop, man. He's just, he's just a man. Like, seriously, he's just a man. There used, to be, there used to be a saying when I was in high school and when I was a kid and I was growing up, and you would, whenever, whenever you would talk about someone so much, you'd be like, oh, he's so great and all this and all that. You know what we used to say, Joe? Get off his dick. That's oh. what we used to say. Ooh. So here's this to everyone else who's sitting there swinging from the pubes of he's Carson a, Wentz. He's a religious man. Get off his, get off thou dick. How about that? Okay. How about that? Then? The ginger pubes? Yes. Get off him. I'm just saying, man. Like it's just, just take it. He's a freaking quarterback, shaving. dude. Like it's just, it's all you do is talk about him. And again, you, you got to People call him dad. dad. The only grown man That's I call dad stop. is my dad. And even he gets it wrong half the time. He doesn't even know which son's calling him. So I have no idea. He's got two kids. You call up and say, hey, Dad. He goes, who's this? 50-50 shot, Pop. 50-50 shot. Anyway, so moving on with him. Uh, back to the Phillies. We're trying to get the game on. But Kapler, uh, these right, women, women are over the here girls left. All right. You got Nola, who was projected number one starter back in uh, February. You're going to yank him out after 68 pitches. Like you said before, my friend. You can tell when a pitcher gets his tits ripped, that's when it's time to take him out. Exactly. And it's absolutely ridiculous. After 60, and, and the inning before that, you could have pinch hit for him, yet Kapler didn't do anything. 
Not to mention the fact you take Hoskins out, who you know is going to come back up to hit again, and he's your best bat. Defensive purposes. Get the fuck out of here. You already know Nishak can't play. Well, and Hoskins isn't exactly a defensive liability. The guy can play a little bit. I mean, you can, again, you can chime in here. And Dubal's really not that good in the outfield. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry to tell people this. Odubel is not as good as you think. He did not even start for the World Baseball team. When he, uh, well, neither did I, though, so that's not a slight against him. That's true, but he did make the team, though. <sighs> that's a shot. But you know what? He does cool bat flips, and he does some cool shit with his head, with his hands on his helmet when he gets a double that everybody just goes crazy over. Cindy Lou Who checks in. She goes, what if you call him daddy? Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, but you don't want to be calling Carson Wentz daddy, all right? Then... But the thing is, with, with, with Kapler and the Phillies, uh, again, it is a long season. We will see. Hold on. A- Andrea gets on the mic right here. She wants to talk. She's a great friend. of the she, yeah, She's the one who made this shirt. She's the one who made it with my caricature on it. Because I love him more, just as much as I love my two daughters. Oh, look at that. She does. She, she just is as like, much. It almost, That's, she, she loves it's about you. to be Niagara Falls here, bro. I love him We're talking Niagara just Falls. as much it's as almost, I love my two daughters. It's almost unhealthy. That was beautiful. Thank but you, Andy. Let's talk about Lou, let's talk about Odubel. He tells the umpire whether it's a fucking ball or Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm sorry. Whoa. I'm sorry. FCC, I'm sorry. No, no, we don't have to worry about the FCC, but still. He tells the umpire whether it's a ball or a strike. She she Andrew's very, very animated about this because she's a big time Phillies and, fan. Can, she Andrew, lives and dies. Hold your, with hold the your right arm up. Look at that. Right there. She's got the Phillies tats. Yeah, Tattoo, baby. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yes. No, I was gonna Love say something them. inappropriate. I'm just oh, no, no, no. No, 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 I was gonna say something. <laughs> I was gonna say something. No, no, about Andrew. No, I can't. She just got the same nice things about me. No. It was just something bad with the Nether Regions. It's a tattoo. Philly's tattoo. No, she's got the Philly's tattoo. And now, how long have you been a fan? Andrew, how long have you been a fan for? Seriously. Um, Since I was seven years old. So for 11 years, you've been a fan. Yes, I love you. Ah, you like that? I love Luigi. I love my daughter. So for 11 years, she's been a fan. But I mean, you've I mean, you've lived and and died with this team, and you're not just one of these people go out there and you're a cheerleader, you're pom pom tosser. Absolutely not. She knows the game. No, she doesn't. She does know the game. She knows more about baseball than I do. Um, I will tell you that I'm not too crazy about our manager. I don't care how good looking he is. Sorry, Charlie Manuel was. The handsomest manager I've ever known. Because you like that ring. Jorge Luis Diaz goes, yo, the yo, Phillies are terrible and the coach needs to go. Not already. A, I mean, three games not, in, not four games, games pending. Look, P.S. already. I'm, we're I having have a, a quick... fucking fantasy night. Okay, hold on. We're gonna we're we're gonna get this out. I'm putting get this out. So it. we're 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 putting together Love you guys. Funk and <laughs> Love you too. Funk and fantasy night at the ballpark. Yeah. And we're gonna have twenty five people. We're having a group go out. And it's going to start here at Moonshine. You're going to have drinks and food. Rich is basically going to open up the cash register and let you take whatever you want out of it. And we're going to start here. And then we're going to go down to Simpsons Bank Park. We're going to have the whole group of people sitting there. And then you're going to get shuttle service to and from. And then we're going to come on back to Moonshine afterwards. And we're all going to have a blast. We're going to have a good time. And I'm going to get the details out soon. We're, we're, going, to, we're going to acquire the tickets uh, immediately, and we're going to put it all out there to, to social media. Anyone fan of the program, you know, you guys can... What is this guy saying? John Sabo. Hey, guys, I'm going to pull the plug here. It's been a great 45 minutes, but the analytics says your time is up. Hashtag be bold. That is that's a good job. That's a, that gra- really that's a tweet nice. of the night right there. That is that's good. a tweet of the night out there. So, 
And speaking of analytics, Lou, if, if I may interject for a second. You can't because I'm in the middle of talking about this Funkin' Fantasy night. No, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. I'm all sorry. Go ahead. You know, analytics has a, has a part of baseball. It has a part in all sports. Mm-hmm. But it's just like these friggin' coaches I deal with on YouTube, you know, these travel coaches and, and uh, Little League guys and all this shit. You watch two seconds of a practice on YouTube on a clinic, and you think you know how to handle this shit. You don't. So the same thing applies to analytics. You can look at stats all day long, and you think you know what you got. If you don't know your personnel, it's not going to work. You're going to base this shit off of what Houston Astros Astros did. They're a solid team throughout. You're not the Astros. You're not there yet. And and for them to, to get this numbers crazy... When you don't have personnel, it's asinine. It really is. I don't think, like I said, I think analytics belongs in baseball. I think it belongs in every sport. But I think it only belongs in bits and pieces. Exactly. You know, yeah. obviously, you go, back to the, to, you, know, you go back to Moneyball and the Oakland A's. You know, there's a place for it. It, but, help, it helps you, but it can't get you. After a while, you got to actually play baseball. Baseball, you got you to right. bunt. you got to steal. you got to do things like that. It comes into play. You can't throw your pitchers. Um, you can't use 21 pitchers in 29 freaking innings, man. You can't do that. <laughs> and, and with the A's, yes, they kept their payroll down. But what have they won? Yeah, but they also they kept know, the payroll down by what? Yeah, but let's they not forget. Did you see their pitching staff? They also had Zito and Hudson. Oh, yeah. They were loaded. Oh, yeah. They were loaded. Absolutely. As yeah. before, Zito got like a billion dollars. And to go they to the freaking won Giants. nothing. So, yeah, it's nice. But overall, they didn't win anything. And what's, what's the whole purpose? You got to win it. Listen. There's again. a reason why Cubs, Red Sox. No, I mean, the Yankees, Red Sox adapted. And again, Louis, the, Red Sox, the Red Sox did adapt that, you know, the, the whole analytics thing, and, and they bring the people in, and, and they ended up winning the title, and they, yeah, they broke the curse and everything. Ton, yeah, yeah they, but you got to spend the money. Here comes yeah, the dessert absolutely. portion of the menu here for, uh, for Andrew, who can't leave without a dessert. <laughs> um, but, again, it's, it's a long season, so we got to see how it goes, and we'll give them a month before yeah. we start crucifying the guy. Uh, Lauren, obviously, will give him longer leash because she's like to actually – She'd like to grab his leash and, yeah. and go from there. So, speaking of the March Madness tournament that has ended, there is one tournament that's still going on, and that is the Mafia Madness tournament, Joe. Mafia Madness is live <laughs> and in effect, brother. All right? We are finally getting down to the Sweet 16 after the tournament has ended. Really? Yes, it's, it's taking that long. Right I'm now. milking this pig for all it's worth. This might be ready by... Uh... So earlier, Flyers hockey. Nah, nah, let me give you a quick recap. This is, where, this is where the Sweet 16 is looking like. You got Michael Corleone versus Winston Wolf. Lefty from Ooh. Goodfellas against Sonny Corleone. Holy Tony shit. Montana will take on Jimmy Conway. Ooh, Paul man. Cicero will take on Sonny Black. Wow. All right. Vito Corleone goes up against Donnie Brasco. Vincent from, from Pulp Fiction takes on Tommy DeVito. Tom Hagen, who knocked off Frank Costello, the one seed, wow. will take on Henry Hill. And then Frank Lucas, who, locks, who knocked off Luca Brasi, will take on the winner of the current matchup of Jules versus Tessio. Jules from Pulp Fiction versus Tessio, which is happening right now. If you can go on the Funkin' Fantasy, at Funkin' Fantasy on Twitter, and you can follow along, you can use the hashtag Funkin' Fantasy to mention the show or just you know, talk shit about me, whatever, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> the, the voting is up right now, and I want to see where the vote is at, Joe, because before this show is over, we will have a winner of that game, and the Sweet 16 will be final. And right now, Jules from Pulp Fiction is up 60% of the vote. And it looks like he's going to hang on to witness thing. So we're going to pencil him in. And when I say pencil, I mean pen. And I'm a big fan of that. I've you picked, are. I've so Jules from Pulp Fiction will take name. on Frank Lucas Ooh. in the Sweet 16. I'm still going, And you can Jules. follow along every single day. We'll be putting out matchups, and we will crown a winner next week. 
Um, not next week. We'll count. Well, we'll, hopefully, we'll count a winner by next week. I'll, I'll announce the winner. Um, but again, back into to this funk and fancy night at the at the Phillies game. We're all going to be hanging out together. It's going to be a, it's going to be a great time. We'll be getting for sticking. We're going to be up on the. We'll be up on the. If this, if you ever want to be up on the big board, this is your <laughs> chance, man, to see your name and lights. Funk and fantasy night at the ballpark. It's going to be awesome. Now we're going to have to try to put some sort of a harness on Lauren because once she sees Gabe come out. 63 times She's for a pitching change. She is going to leap the floor because let me tell you something right now. These tickets are not going to be anywhere near the, the – the, they're, they're going to be up high. I did try to get her tased a couple years ago. Oh, I'm going to tase, tase, tase Lauren. Lauren's just sweet. We're going to tase Lauren. No, no. You tried to get Lauren tased? I, I, to, I tried to talk her – thank you, Andrew. I tried to talk her into – This guy gets dessert delivered to the freaking table. Co-host. Co-host. Host. Co-host. Co-host. Okay. No, I don't, want any, I don't want anything. I don't want any of your goddamn... I know you like the whipped cream. You're... I don't want any pity pudding, all right? I'm good. I don't need any pity pudding. I got a fork, man. I'm good. I can adapt. Can you finish your point so I can get back to doing what I was doing? Uh, who was I talking about? Lauren? You were talking about Lauren getting tased. Oh, yeah. I was uh, sitting at the game with her, mooching uh, Coronas off of her, or she was mooching off of me. I forget how it was, but uh, I was telling her, was uh, Frank Quir with... Don't tase me, bro! Was she with my... He was with Miami then, right? Maybe in the Braves. I don't know, maybe, whatever. But I was telling her, we were looking at him in the third base dugout, and I said, like, you know, it's really not that hard. If you go down to that section and jump over the fence and go right into the dugout and just walk in there, nobody's going to do anything to you because you're a female. That's true. I have never seen a woman jump the fence because they're not going to. But here's the funny thing is, though, this is a woman who actually wants to get tackled. So if, you, if, she, if she leaves the fence, if she, leaves the, if she enters the, the field of play, she may get what she wants. She might be. You need to make a beeline for Gabe. You can do it. I'll, I'll lead block for you. I'll take a shot for you, Lauren. I will do it. If it gets you within... Actually, but you already have a picture with Gabe and all this stuff like that. I do. He's wearing your jacket. He's wearing my... I have, his, I have the same jacket as Gabe Gabler. Nice. He's just like a little taller and a little douchier. <laughs> he is, man. He's a little douchier. He's a little douchier. Remember when he came in? The, remember when Johnny Sunshine, Johnny Airport... Uh, was yeah, out there, he, and he blew him off. Yeah, he was great. just like, he's like, hey, welcome to welcome to Philadelphia. He's like, thank you, brother. <laughs> Once he realized who he was, at first he started. Walking oh, he's on his way. He's got to get. To, yeah. He's got to get to the mound. He's got to make a pitching change. He's in a freaking hurry, man. Johnny Sunshine. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he had to practice his. Yeah, so and, anyway, so again, Gabe, if he doesn't blow out the bullpen before I don't know, say June third, <laughs> the Phillies might have a chance to contend. Um, the Flyers again, they're up in the air. Jack, there's a phone call. You're not paying attention. You got one job. Um, it's, I understand, but I don't want to hear it. I mean, think, think, of me, think of me as your regular boss. You know what I mean? Like, who doesn't pay you anything? That and pay you. I, I, I know. <laughs> we, do, we, got, we got some phone calls. We've had phone calls going, but people drop. Um, also, the other breaking news was that uh, just yesterday, uh, Channing Tatum and his wife of nine years have separated. And obviously, uh, someone there in a the relationship needed to step up. He was in that horrible movie, Step Up. I, obviously, it was. It, I have to. I'm contractually obligated to give out one bad joke a week. Okay, so she got it. Uh, he can get it, obviously, from most women out there. But again, they're 37. Um, you know, he moved out a couple a couple months ago. And the whole point of the story is they, they both say like, oh, you know, it's constant work and all. This. Well, it's what guys, marriage and relationships is work. It's what it is, man. You got to put the work in. You don't put the work in, you're gonna get. That's what's gonna happen, dude. You get to a point where. 
you know, you, you, you grow together and then you start growing apart. You got to try to keep it together. That, that's, that's, that's what happens, man. That's what relationships, that's what partnerships are. And this is coming from a guy who's never married, so I'm talking out of my ass. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Was Twitter all upset about that from a bunch of people who have no nah, idea? it was a bunch of girls just freaking going, oh, my God, I have no idea what's going to happen. Why did they break up? Because Janet Tatum and this girl broke up. My entire life is over. They've, I've given up hope for romance. I'm like, how about just going the fuck outside and meeting somebody? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how about that? Maybe they'll get off the couch and actually uh, try to meet them now. I'm just saying, man. It's just, I don't know. We, are, am I, am I going to go to the phones? I'm going to the phones. I'm, I'm bringing Jose on. The hell with it. He's, he last week we called in a Tony show, Tony Bruno show on Wednesday nights. And we couldn't get him on because the phone wasn't working. But now we have Jose on the line. Jose, what up? What up, Luigi? What up, Rufianos? <laughs> what up? Say. What up, baseball princess? What up, baseball queens? And what up, Jacks in the phones? What up, Jose? Hey, boss, man, how was uh, how was your Easter, buddy? How was your holiday? Easter was good. We busted the grub, yo. We had some ham. What up, ham? Some chicken. Some uh. Some hijinks with the stupid manager. While we'll get to first in a second. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we we had some fun Easter. Good man. Just good. a little feast. Do you, Do you have a, a few more lights? Spiral ham. No, I had some cranberry cran, yo. Oh, cranberry cran. Ooh. All right, Jose, stepping up a little bit. Yeah. Now what? Yo. Now I got. I hold on. Now uh-huh. let, me, let me get let me get some some specifics on on the uh, on the swine. Now, was this a honey ham? Uh huh. Was it a spiral ham? Was it bone in? Honey Brown There's sugar. Honey ham, yo. Honey ham. Let me give you a royal round of applause. Yeah. Only kind of ham I like, buddy. Yes, sir. So, what up, Rufianos? <laughs> Ruf- <laughs> what up, Rufino. Rufino. I like, I like Rufiano, man. Rufiano? Uh, yeah, Rufiano. Right, Rufiano. Rufiano. Okay, Jose, we're going to stay with Rufianos. I like it. All right, so Jose, now you want Ooh. you got you got some you got some some Gabe Kapler talking. Now again, I got into this earlier, and I told you that Gabe Kapler, Jose, has used twenty one pitchers in twenty nine innings. All right, his his longest, you know, he's got a four inning leash on his starters. All right, and I told you. Now I don't know if you listen into yeah. the, to, the, to the to the next level analysis that I gave on Kapler, but again, Jose, there's fourteen there's fourteen hundred and fifty eight innings in a regular season for baseball. Four hundred and fifty eight innings, yep. and he his starters. At this pace, Jose, or on track to pitch 364 and a half of those innings, meaning the bullpen is How on pace. 360 yeah, what? 364. And his bullpen <laughs> is his bullpen, Jose, at this rate is on pace to pitch 1,093 and a half innings. Oh boy! Now and we're four games. We're four games. We're in. four games in, Jose. Uh, actually, we're not even all the way four oh, games God. in. So, I got. So, you said you want to talk about Kapler. Now, what is your opinion? What, what do you What are you thinking, Jose? What do you got to get off your chest? <laughs> Rule number one, Mister Attractive among Phillies girls out there. Um, you don't pull Aaron Nola rolling through the Braves on opening day through seventy-two pitches in five innings, yo. All right. That's right. You don't Jose. do that. Let him finish the, at least six or seven. Now, did, did, did Noah look like I he was in like trouble? That move. He didn't look like he was in trouble, did he, Jose? He looked fine. I think, like I said earlier, he looked. He looked great. He I, looked good. He yo. was cruising, yeah. man. I think, like I said, Jose, I think he was out there. The game was going well, and everything was just kind of cruising along. And 
my son didn't get in the game yet. So I, you know, I'm Gabe, and I put on the uniform, and I haven't gotten dirty. I, my cleats haven't, gotten, haven't touched the, the field yet. I need to go ahead and make, make my way out to the mound and let everybody know, here I am, manager of the Phillies. You know where your manager is best seen? In the freaking dugout. Stay in the dugout. Shaking hands at the end of the game. I wanna, Seriously. I want to see him pull that shit with Arietta. Arietta will tell him to get his ass back in the dugout. I know. Now, there's I a, again, there was a big thing in L.A. Man. that came out about him. The reason people are saying that you know, he was passed up in L.A., there was reasons for that. There was a lot of people who didn't like him in Los Angeles, Jose. No. They, they feel comfy with Dave Roberts, yo, running the show there. He's a good guy. Of, I feel comfortable with Dave Roberts, up, too, because he's out there and he's giving me the traffic on City Line Avenue every single week. Sorry. I know. He's retired. Mm-hmm. That's David Boreanaz's dad right I know. There. What up, honkers? What up, Dave Roberts? <laughs> what up? What up, honkers? Where's the honkers at tonight? All right, what up? So, Jose, so what, what up, honkers? So now, seeing what you've seen in the past three games of the Philadelphia Phillies um, and the way this manager uh-huh. has attacked this team, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I say a- manager in quotation marks, as Lauren Hobbs says. What, what do you think... What do you think is the timetable here? Like, realistically speaking, Jose, do you think you got to give him to the all-star break? Or do you think you get about a month in here and go, you know what, man? This is just not working. I'll give the guy to the break. You're going to give him all the way? Now, by the all-star break, the Phillies could be physically out of this thing. You know that, right? But that's Clintac's baby. That's his hand-picked selection. If if he's physically taking us out of this race in the NL East, then I want him to get the business, yo. I want to manage the Phillies. I could do a better job than that. You hear that? Yeah. You hear that, Philadelphia I'm, Phillies? Jose, Jose, manage the Phillies. Do you have any idea what that would look like? Do you have any idea what that would look like? When he's walking to the mound, like, what up, Nolas? Look, let's get down to the business, all right? Jose, you got Oakley's already, right? <laughs> you know, let's get down to the business. You're 103 pitches in, yo. I got to pull you. I hate to do it to you. I hate to do it to you, Nolan, but, <laughs> but I'm going to give you one of these. That would be great. That would, the, that would be the best Jose ever. I mean, if, if you would, Jose would be giving his pit, like his, his team bump, bump the bumps from the freaking, awesome. from, 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 from the, you know, you give up from the sidelines. He's sitting going, oh, listen, man. That, the last question, I hate to do it to you, man. I hate to do it to you, bud. Adam Morgan gives up a cock shot. Oh, that'd be the, that'd be the, that'd be the best. That'd be the best. Now, Mm-hmm. So, okay, so Jose, you say because he's here, you got to give him. You got to give him to the break. To the break. Yes. Jose, we might not have. We not. We might not I have. Do. We might not have a, a healthy arm left. Seriously, in the bullpen be, by the break, we we might not. I'll, I'll move up this. Pro- I might have to speed up. The yeah. I'll give him to you. Paul Ferrer. Paul Ferrer says that he says he says give me the ball, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that? Give me the ball, yo. Sorry, Jay. Give me the ball, yo. Give me the ball, we gotta yo. Go to the pen. <laughs> let's go to the pen. Sorry, he's a huge <laughs> now, Let's ball, go to the yo. phones. Let's go to the pen. Oh my! I, I want Jose. Let's go. To... I want Jose to manage the Philadelphia Phillies. Give me the Tony drop. I, I want. I want let's Jose. Go. Yeah, exactly. Who are we gonna go to in the pen, Lou? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where the hell is it? I don't even know where the hell it is. Somewhere around here. Oh, there it is. Here's Jose. Let's go to. <laughs> And just name somebody, Jose. That's that's why Jose gets gets on the phone. Let's go to. I want everybody warming Hobie up. Hobie Milner, yo. That's Hobie, Hobie, Hobie Milner, three minutes late. He's gonna be he's gonna be a borderline starter at the rate he's going. Come out of the pen, Jose. So now listen, we're gonna have Funkin' okay, fa- listen. Go t- we're gonna have Funkin' Fantasy Night 
at Citizens Bank Park, yo. We're gonna have the we're gonna have a whole bunch of people going up there. We're gonna be up on the scoreboard. All right. And I'm I'm What up, fan of visions? That's right. What up, fan of vision? <laughs> what up, Kiss Cam? What up, Flex Cam? What up, Kiss Cam? I ain't right. next to you. Though. What up, uh, Turkey Hill Ice Cream Shuffle? <laughs> there you go. If if I'm gonna have a sign made, I'm I'm actually gonna have a sign made that if the Kiss Cam comes up on 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 Funkin' Fantasy Night, I'm gonna literally gonna hold up a sign and just be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that that's what you're gonna hear. But uh, Jose, I I want to offer this to you that because it's gonna it, we're we're gonna be coming here to, to Moonshine, we're gonna be shuttle service back and forth, okay, and you know food and drink you know provided and everything inside the package. We're putting together a package. Jose. I mean, Jose. So I know you love packages, for Christ's sake. Oh my God! Can we get out of one freaking segment? Oh God, my head just hurts, Jose. It just hurts, buddy. Credit, credit, hot so, with that one. That so was listen, beautiful. We're gonna be having this, and people are, you'll, you'll you'll buy the package. It'll be like twenty-five plus people. We're gonna go. We're gonna meet here at Moonshine. Have some drinks. Have some food. You know what up, mozzarella sticks. What up, Miller Lights. And yes. then we're gonna get on the we're gonna get on the bus and we're gonna drive over to Citizens Bank Park. We're gonna have Funk and Fancy Night there, sponsored by Citizens Bank Park and by Moonshine. We'll have the name up in lights. Then what we'll up, co- Moonshine Bar? That's right. Then what we'll up, co- Miller Lights? What up, bathrooms? And then we'll come back. What we'll, up? What up, bathrooms? We'll come back. <laughs> we'll come back to to Moonshine and we'll hang out here for a few hours and chill out. Now, Jose, I am gonna offer. I will pay your way to Funk and Fancy Night. At Citizens Bank Park, and Jack at Jack's in the backs will pick you up and take you back. Now, can, can will you? Are you down for this? I have to give it some thought, folks. Give it some thought. How about how about Jose? A, I'm offering you a free night out to Citizens Bank Park. I think it was until you said Jack. I'm I'm offering you free free. Listen to me, Jose. Let, let me let me break this down to you. You're getting free ticket to Citizens Bank Park. You're getting food and drink provided. You're getting shuttle, sh- shuttle service to and from. Miller Not Lights, to mention maybe. chauffeur service to and from your house, mm-hmm. Jose. This is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. This is a win-win situation. And Ruth will be there. And Ruth's will be there, too. So you can meet Ruth's. What up, Ruth's? All the baseball, prin- <laughs> all the baseball princesses, like, minus, but minus one will be there. And there'll be, like, there'll be plenty of them to, for you to hang out with and play with and all that stuff. I'm gonna be the Hawks bodyguard. You want to be the Hawks bo- You Jose wants to be the Hoff's bodyguard. You can't be a bodyguard to, to, to the Hoff. The Hoff is a bodyguard. What are you talking about? What up, Kiss Cam? Jose. Oops. Listen to me. I want to do this. <laughs> yes, sir. This is epic. I, lo- I love you, Jose. Oh, yeah, Joe, Joe Quillen checks in. Jose's post-game pressers would be epic, yo. Yeah. Could you imagine, Jose, on the press game? On the, I mean, on the, on the, on the post-game? Yeah. What up, media? Exactly. I'll take questions before yeah. I'm done. So what you think? what do you think about the team tonight, guys? Well, I'm just going <laughs> to... That's, that's what I'm going to do, guys. That's just the way it is. What up, Skaverskis? Why so, did you take Arietta out after 80 pitches, yo? Well, um, so was getting tired, yo. Jorge Luis Diaz says, hit me up on Facebook. I'm sorry, Jose, I mean to cut you he off right there. He was running out of gas. Yeah, exactly. He was running out of gas. I was doing... <laughs> but, but people are checking on Facebook right now saying to hit him up and let him know what day it is and they'll, and they'll take a day off to come down. Yes, we will. We were going to be having Fantasy Live. I mean, not Fantasy Live. It'll be Funkin' Fantasy. Fantasy Live will be coming back to you soon. 
And um, but it's gonna be a lot of fun. Maybe we will even drag Richie out if he doesn't have a hockey game to go to. We'll we'll see. A hockey game. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, oh, do it after the first round of the playoffs. Um, no, Jose. You know I, what I, we have going on down down at the center? The Sixers. The Sixers? We have NBA basketball. That's yo. right, Jose. We do have NBA basketball action going on right now. What's, what's going on with the NBA? Ba- let, me, let me give you the sounder. Hold on. Because I, I had a good one. Where the hell is it? There we go. So what's going on with the Sixers game, Rand? We're we- now in the commercial break down at the center. So basically, I'm going to guess that the Sixers are giving the Nets the early business right now. I don't, I, don't, I don't have an updated score. I have no updated score. Right now, I'm watching right the Flyers now. game. The Flyers let the lamp a little earlier. That's so 1-1 against the New York Islander. 61-49. Uh, 61-49, Sixers are up. 61-49. Sixers are handling business against the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Who I should say, actually say the uh, the Philadelphia Nets because they they basically employ Nick Stauskas and Julia Okafor. Uh, they, they they have, you know, quarter of the roster is, is the Sixers. And uh, the Nets are basically bring back Michael, bring back Michael Ray Richardson's yo, and Buck Williams and Albert King and um, what all up? his bird songs and all them. Cats, oh, I'm yo. going like what up like Kerry Kittles, ooh, Kerry Kittles Keith and King and Martin. Yeah, a little and, v- Keith um, Van Horn, a little Jason Kidd action. What up, Utes? Look, what up, Richard Jefferson? Up, before you couldn't jump anymore. <laughs> what up, Jeffersons? What up, Lawrence Franks? The what up, intern. What up, Derek Coleman? <laughs> What up, DC, and what up, uh, who else? Albert Kings. Oh, that's a good one, Jose. I love it, though, and man. Buck so, Williams so listen, and Jose, Darryl I don't. Dawkins before he left us. That's right. Now, listen, I am not taking a no from you. You are coming to Funkin' Fantasy Night. I'm offering, pay, listen to this, Rich. Paying his way for the ticket, right? He's getting chauffeur service to and from his house. Okay? And here's the best part he will get from the hours of. We're going to meet up here at like 5 o'clock, like a two-hour pregame. 5 o'clock, from the hours of 5.15 to 7.52 p.m., the men's room will be anointed Jose room for that time, <laughs> and no one will be, ever, will be able to enter the restroom until Jose leaves the restroom. VIP bathroom? That's all. VIP bathroom, yo. No oh boy. I get VIP nice. bathroom action. You get VIP he's bathroom you, action. That's though. the hard sell he's giving you right there. What do you think, buddy? This is an offer. Like, I like that. Paul Ferrer says, I'm making an offer you can't re- refuse. I really am, buddy. You can't beat this, Jose. I like the offer. You get, like you're going to get a night out at the Phillies game. You're going to get food and mm-hmm. beverage provided by Moonshine, okay? Now, Jose, you haven't been down here in a while. What they, up, Moonshine? Dude, they redid the menu. Yeah, now, I, was, no. I was here on Friday night, on Good Friday, as... Just a regular patron, mm-hmm. man. I came down here all by my wee savvy. I hung out. I had, dude, they had the, the, the scallop dish with the, the seafood risotto. Oh, that looks Bruh, good. Forget it. I don't need seafood. Rich, Rich, the guy who owns a damn joint, he didn't even get any of it because it was sold out before he got here. He went, to the, he went to their other restaurant, which is Cedar over in Delaware they County. They kill me on Instagram, man. Their pictures on Instagram are killing me. Well, Delicious stuff. But you know, listen, the food here is phenomenal. I tear it up every time. I came down here. I hung out with the people. Had a few drinks. The food's great. They redid the menu. The specials are f- fantastic. Is Big Rube? Is Big Rube still here on Tuesdays? Wednesdays. Big so Big Rube from Big Rube's Fried Chicken, who has like some of the best fried chicken in the country. Definitely, in, in, in it's got to be on the East Coast. I mean, I haven't been anywhere out on the West Coast, but his chicken is absolutely phenomenal. Oh, the Islander lit the lamp. It's two one. Rich is having a shit over here. So it's two one Islanders over here against can the Flyers. We them, can we give the Flyers one of those for giving up that goal? Uh, you want me to give the Flyers one of those? Jose, I'll give the yeah. fly, I'll give the Flyers a hundred of those. Are you kidding me, buddy? Where the yeah, hell is I know. It, man? 
Where's all my drops at? Joe, uh, Joe Cohen came up with uh, Mike Jaminski, too, for the Nets. Forgot about them. Yeah, that was a good one. So, Jose. <laughs> Jose, can I lock yeah. you in? Come on, Jose. Yeah. The people want you. Well, are you going to be in, Jose? Uh-huh. Will you be there? Will you be on the Jumbotron, on the Kiss Cam, on the Flex Cam? Come uh, on, Jose. Sure. I will go. All right, Jose. There he is. Lock him in. Lock it in, baby. Thank you, Jose. I appreciate it. Listen, brother, I, I gotta, I'm up against it, so I got to let you rock and roll, all right? <laughs> up against it. <laughs> Can I take the manager gig at the Phillies if caps are failed? Jose, if, 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 if he's on his fifth pitching change in, in as many innings when we're down there, we will, we, will, we will personally cement you into the dugout next to, next to, the, to the greats and the fanatic himself, and we'll put you next to that bullpen phone, next to Boa, and you can run the Phillies for the rest of the night. Oh, he's not in the dog. Whatever. Awesome. We'll put him no. in there, though. Make me pitching coach, please. Wait. I'll fix Velasquez. Uh, put me in the who do you want out there, yo? I don't know, man. Give me anybody other than... Uh, who do I want out there? Anyone other than Gabe Kapler at this point. That's who I want out on the field. Because he's on the field too goddamn much. It's like basically like he's playing. He plays more than the starters do. He's on the field more than a regular player. I'm, I'm going to have to take over as manager then. I think fun press conferences and pitching mounds, I'll, I could take it. Well, I like it. Well, Jose, listen, man, I got to let you rock and roll. Uh, but we'll talk to you tomorrow night on Tony's show, buddy, okay? No problem, Luigi. All Thank right, Jose. you all for tuning in, yo. Have a good night, Jose. See you, Jose. What up? You too. Man, we had a lot to – Joe, you had – now, before we do get out of here, you had the uh, – we used to have a – we used to have a we have a stardom sitem cashroom segment that we do on Funkin' Fantasy, uh, which, come, which will be coming back on Thursday nights during the fantasy football season. And but we wanted to keep it alive. It's like an FMK. And Joe wanted to do something. It was like mafia related. It was like pick them, stardom, sit them, kill them, shit on them, whatever the hell the case may be. Uh, but we're gonna keep the traditional tr- the tradition alive. And it's what, what are we calling it this week, Joe? What is it? Ice pick them. Uh, pardon. And what's the other Pick one? Pick them, part them. Pass them or something? Pass. Yeah. Something like that, which punch them. I think punch was in there, right? Pardon, punch? You say punch or pinch. Punch. What you know, Joe, sometimes I don't think what it makes any freaking sense. <laughs> All right, so listen. This is basically start them, sit them, castrate them again. So I got to we, pick someone. We're going to start. We're going to sit. We're going to castrate. Who are your three choices, Joe? What do we got? All right. I'm not even really going to go into a uh, little description because this one's going to, I think this one's the most difficult, probably uh, awkward one. And I'm, I asked uh, Lauren to actually help you out on this one. Lauren, you're going to help me? I, I think I is, this, is this my three ex-girlfriends? Is that what this is? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Because so. I'll kill every single one of those hoes. <laughs> you kidding me? You, you can pick up the, you you can pick up the microphone. To, see, that gets picked up in your hand. There you go. Put it in your hand. There's no batteries in it. That's why she doesn't go. know what to do with it. <laughs> so anyway. All right. So what's the, what's the question? All right. So the three options are Gandhi, the Dalai Lama, and Mother Teresa. You want me, of all people, to help you with this? You want me to make a choice out of the Holy Trinity? Yes. Me? Not, now, listen, I, I, I need to go find Jesus and, and immediately. Seriously. I, I really do. Find Jabu first. He's off somewhere drinking my rum. Just don't drink the rum. Yeah. So I got to start one, sit one, and castrate one. <laughs> or, or ice pick them and punch one. <laughs> so it's Gandhi, Mother Teresa... And Dalai Lama. And the Dalai Lama. Why, now, why, now, why is Lauren helping me with this? I would love because to hear this answer. I just want an extra opinion here. 
Okay. All right. So I'm going to start. I'm going to start. All right. Here's the deal. I'm going to start. I'm going to start Mother Teresa. Because, I mean, listen, man. She just got anointed a saint a few years back. And she is. I mean, listen, man. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, brother. All right. She is. Listen, that woman is the most selfless woman to ever live. Seriously. She's the most selfless woman to ever live. She's like. She's Jesus in pantyhose, basically, is what, is what she was, all right? I, I know that's a little off guard, but, but that's what she was. And I've always had, I've always had a... Fetish? A lot, not fetish, man. It's uh, Mother Teresa, you asshole. <laughs> I've always had a little bit of a... I've always had a lot of respect for her. Oh, yeah, um, respect, yes. No, seriously, it's no, respect. No, no, no. Joe, don't be an asshole right now. <laughs> We're talking about holy figures, dude. Don't make a maniac out of me. So... I've always had a lot of respect for Mother Teresa. I, I, anytime I'd ever hear about her in the news or I saw a story about her anywhere, I'd always just kind of smile. She tugged at the heartstrings. So I'm going to start her. We're going to save her. All right. I'm going to sit Gandhi. I'm going to sit Gandhi because he's in yoga enough already, so he's kind of cool with kind of being on his ass most of the day. And... <laughs> He doesn't really do much for me, but he's a man of peace, and like I, I need peace in my life, like anybody else. And you know, he he never really rubbed me the wrong way. He, he never really did. So I, I'm I'm cool with Gandhi. Plus, I like bald-headed Indian people. They're just they're, they're just I don't know why. I just they look <laughs> they calm me down, man. They just calm me down. I don't know what it is. They just calm me down. Do you rub their head at the airport? <laughs> I'll rub anything at the airport with my flexibility. <laughs> And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to castrate the Dalai Lama because I have no idea why the Dalai Lama even exists. Seriously, he serves zero purpose. None. I think he's he serves with, no uh, purpose. He's friends with Richard Gere. Again, no purpose. I'm going to need to reevaluate this thing. <laughs> I'm going to reevaluate this thing because Richard Gere is up there, man. I'm seriously, we're doing Mount Rushmore Silver Foxes. He's up there. Now I'm still, I'm going to castrate Dalai Lama. He serves no purpose in my life. Gandhi calms me down. Mother Teresa makes me smile. The, da- the Dalai Lama, I could care less about. That's where I'm going with this. Do you agree with this, Joe, or no? I want to hear what Hoff has to say. I am staying so far away from this, I can't even tell you. It's a good job out of you, <laughs> Not Hoff. Not getting involved. It's a good job out of you. <laughs> that was good rationale, man. I like that. Look. It's perfect rationale, man. That's why I'm the host of this show, Joe. And that, that was, I hid those, man. The only one who knew about these were, uh, was Joe. Well, Corrado, again, Corrado wasn't here tonight. He had another function. And when I say function, I mean he's probably like knee-deep in hookers somewhere. That, that's, that's just what he does. It's just like it's Tuesday off. It's probably bonus time at the bank. That's probably what happened. But he'll be back next week. And, Joe, you know, again, thanks for pinching it in the night. I appreciate no problem, it. Man. I got to get ready to start wrapping this thing up because I got to go to work. I got to make some money. I just gave $100 away to Steve over here at Suds Glenside for winning the Funkin' Fancy Challenge, which he turned around. Rich, were you here for this? He turned around and donated the hundred bucks to the girls from Newman Garetti. Could you believe that, bro? That was a little weird because it was an older guy standing over some high school girls with a hundred dollar bill, and he wasn't <laughs> talking. He was just standing there like this, like you know, I got a hundred here. Like what, like, what do I get for this? It was a little awkward, but we're and we're gonna share the information. I'm actually gonna, Rich. I'm gonna sponsor. I'm gonna sponsor the three girls here for the danceathon. Every hour they dance, I'm gonna donate some money. I, every, everything I make, I give it away, dude. I just, I just give, I give it away, bro. I, I don't even care. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in on Funkin' Fantasy uh, here at Turn Up on Tuesdays via the Facebook Live page. Everybody who's chiming in and over on, um, on Twitter, at Funkin' Fantasy. Make sure you're following the show. Uh, 
follow myself at Luigi Curto 22. Make sure you're following Joe Rafino at Ruin today. Uh, listen, it's been it's been a lot of fun. It's been a, it's been a hell of a week. We got a lot more things to get into coming up. We got a lot of big things to to bring to the table. There's a lot of moves happening, Joe. A lot of, I don't even tell you guys about this stuff. <laughs> nice. I don't. T- I keep everything under wraps until I flop it on the table. <laughs> That's just the way it works. Rich is like, what the hell is going on back here? Not on and, on that, and on that note, and on that <laughs> note, I'm Luigi Curto. This is Funkin' Fancy. Remind you, never turn it down and always turn it up. Music and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.